Hi there, welcome to day 13. We're going to start with Luke 11, 29 through 54. As the crowds were increasing, he began to say, This generation is a wicked generation. It seeks for a sign, and yet no sign will be given to it but the sign of Jonah. For just as Jonah became a sign to the Ninevites, so will the Son of Man be to this generation. The queen of the south will rise up with the men of this generation at the judgment and condemn them because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of solomon and behold something greater than solomon is here the men of nineveh will stand up with this generation at the judgment and condemn it because they repented at the preaching of jonah and behold something greater than jonah is here no one after lighting a lamp puts it away in a cellar nor under a basket but on the lampstand so that those who enter may see the light the eye is the lamp of your body when your eyes clear your whole body also is full of light but when it is bad your body also is full of darkness then watch out that the light in you is not darkness if therefore your whole body is full of light with no dark part in it it will be wholly illuminated as when the lamp, lamp illumin, illumines you with its rays. Now when he had spoken, a Pharisee asked him to have lunch with him, and he went in and reclined at the table. When the Pharisee saw it, he was surprised that he had not first ceremonially washed before the meal. But the Lord said to him, now you Pharisees clean the outside of the cup and of the platter, but inside of you, you are full of robbery and wickedness. You foolish ones, did not he who made the outside make the inside also? But give that which is within as charity, and then all things are clean for you. But woe to you, Pharisees, for you pay tithe of mint and rue and every kind of garden herb, and yet disregard justice and the love of God. But these are the things you should have done without neglecting the others. Woe to you, Pharisees, for you love the chief seats in the synagogues and the respectful greetings in the marketplaces. Woe to you, for you are like the concealed tombs, and the people who walk over them are unaware of it. One of the lawyers said to him in reply, Teacher, when you say this, you insult us. But he said, Woe to you lawyers as well, for you weigh men down with burdens hard to bear, while you yourselves will not even touch the burdens with one of your fingers. Woe to you, for you build the tombs of the prophets, and it was your fathers who killed them. So you are witnesses and approve the deeds of your fathers, because it was they who killed them, and you built their tombs. For this reason also the wisdom of God said, I will send to them prophets and apostles, and some of them they will kill, and some they will persecute, so that the blood of all the prophets shed since the foundation of the world may be charged against this generation, from the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who was killed between the altar and the house of God. Yes, I tell you, it shall be charged against the generation. Woe to you, lawyers, for you have taken away the key of knowledge. 
you yourselves did not enter, and you hindered those who were entering. When he left there, the scribes and the Pharisees began to be very hostile and to question him closely on many subjects, plotting against him to catch him in something he might say. Now we're going to read Genesis 20, Abraham's treachery. Now Abraham journeyed from there toward the land of the Negev and settled between Kadesh and Shur. When he, then he sojourned in Gerar, and Abraham said of Sarah, his wife, she is my sister. So Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. But God came to Abimelech in a dream of the night and said to him, Behold, you are a dead man because of the woman whom you have taken, for she is married. Now Abimelech had not come near her, and he said, Lord, will you slay a nation even though blameless? Did he not himself say to me, She is my sister? And she herself said, He is my brother. In the integrity of my heart and the innocence of my hands I have done this. Then God said to him in the dream, Yes, I know that in the integrity of your heart you do have done this. And I also kept you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not let you touch her. Now, therefore, restore the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you will live. But if you do not restore her, know that you shall surely die, and you and all who are yours. So Abimelech arose early in the morning and called all his servants and told all these things in their hearing. And the men were greatly frightened. Then Abimelech called Abraham and said to him, What have you done to us? And how have I sinned against you that you have brought on me and on my kingdom a great sin? You have done to me things that ought not to be done. And Abimelech said to Abraham, What have you encountered that you have done this thing? Abraham said, Because I thought surely there is no fear of God in this place, and they will kill me because of my wife. Besides, she actually is my sister, the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother, and she became my wife. And it came about when God caused me to wander from my father's house that I said to her, This is the kindness which you will show to me. Everywhere we go, say of me, he is my brother. Abimelech then took sheep and oxen and male and female servants and gave them to Abraham and restored his wife Sarah to him. Abimelech said, Behold, my land is before you. Settle wherever you please. To Sarah he said, Behold, I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver. Behold, it is your vindication before all who are with you, and before all men you are cleared. Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech and his wife and his maids, so that they bore children. For the Lord had closed fast all the wounds of the household of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. Our last reading is Psalm 13. Prayer for help in trouble. For the choir director, a song, Psalm of David. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart all the day? 
How long will my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Enlighten my eyes, or I will sleep the sleep of death, and my enemy will say I have overcome him. And my adversaries will re rejoice when I am shaken, but I have trusted in your loving kindness. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation, and I will sing to the Lord, because he has dealt bountifully with me. And that's the end of day 13. Let me pray for you. Lord God, please be with us. Help us to hear your voice and to choose you. Help us to hear your warnings again. And help us not to live in fear. I pray that you'll help us to be honest and, and trustworthy to those around us. And help us not to be overly cautious in a way that will sin against those that we love and care for and cause others to have issues because of our choices. Help us to walk in faith, God, to trust you, love casts out all fear, God, that's what you've told us, that's what you've promised, help us to walk in that love, Lord, we love you so much, in Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm.